So moving into 2L, there is a little bit of light on the end of the horizon. That's why I think they actually give you more work in second year, but you're more efficient. True. So it ends up being They do give you a lot more work in second year. How about 3L? I wouldn't know. <laughs> that was good. Too early to tell. Yeah. So there's a guy here who doesn't know about two. There's a guy here who doesn't know about three. What's love got to do? Got to do this. What's love but a second-hand emotion? What's love got to do? Got to do this. Who needs a heart when a heart can be broken? Welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Professor Richard Haig. And I'm 3L law student, Adam Lachant. Adam, how are things today? Very good. Very good. Uh, I'm not sick. That's uh, uh, a yeah. bonus. I heard people were getting sick around this time. Yeah, there, I so. know. We're, well, we'll, yes. we'll, we, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll lead, leave that for a minute until we get to our guests. But you're good. You're not sick. No. At least not now. And no. I'm not sick. At least not now. <laughs> uh, speak be. to you next you week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Wait till see next you again week. next week. Um, so yeah, things are good. It's getting towards the end of term. I guess we, we don't usually kind of signal what time period we're doing these in, but it's hard not to, uh, you're okay though. Um, it's all, yeah. All set. Yeah. Like, like unless your next question is, um, well, how is what I think re- it is. Re- yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Leading, yeah. I don't, uh, I feel like I was being set up. Uh, what readings exactly? <laughs> this week's readings. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's a good clarification. I'm happy that clarification came in. Um. So yeah, what are next week's readings? <laughs> what does that have to do? With this? I don't this know. Is three law. Yeah. I don't know <laughs> where to go. To is three law. I, I would right. write it down and I'll read it. Yep. Don't worry. When I graduate, got, it's season three. It's still in the middle of it. So you got lots time. of time. You got time. Lots of time. All right. So uh, as always, we have a guest with us today, and I think we already kind of alluded to the fact that the guest has claimed sickness. He was trying to bail on us, but he's. <laughs> He realized that the show must go on. It's a very serious kind of show. You can't uh, miss out something like this. Like Supreme Sim, Court why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us a bit about yourself. Hi, everybody. My name is uh, Sim. Uh, I'm a 2 all student here at Osgood. So, uh, yeah, as you can, uh, I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but. Well, they can, because they've never heard your voice before. Well, I have to probably have. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. It's getting rough out here. <laughs> I got bronchitis. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it past the end of this show at this point, but we'll try our best. This so, 2 L student, and how do you know me? <laughs> well, Professor Higgs like a mentor at this point. I mean, uh, you were my one-hour uh, professor in uh, crim law. And I don't know, we just kept, kept in touch. And it kind of just guided me through a lot of different things. Yeah, I've been, I'm guiding. I've been guiding and I will be guiding for the, <laughs> the end of my days, I think. I'm still no, no, waiting for all, guidance. That's a contractual agreement. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all good. It's all I don't good. see any consideration. <laughs> oh. Where's a peppercorn? Find me a no, peppercorn. There's, there'll be consideration. <laughs> <laughs> there'll be consideration. <laughs> Wow. So, Sim, the usual question, you know, because uh, I know you listen to the podcast, but you're, do, do you have a favorite law-related movie or TV show? or Law-related movie or TV show. I'm never really good with these things on the spot, but law-related movie. That's why I gave it to you in advance. Yeah, well, for <laughs> no, us, it's like readings, right? I mean, they're oh. optional. <laughs> yeah. joke. Listen, <laughs> guests, guests are not allowed to do that. <clears throat> That's only Adam. That is Adam's <laughs> So I like it. You know what was a good movie, though? I don't know. Can we go quasi-law? Yeah. We, we always go yeah, quasi-law. Yeah, yeah. You know what was a really good movie? Training Day. Training, training Day was fantastic. like a football training movie day. or something. Oh, come on. Training Day. You guys don't know Training Day? No. Please tell me. Look, I, I know I'm getting to boomer territory, but it ain't that boomer yet. No, I think I have heard of the movie, but I don't think I've seen it. 
don't even know what he's talking about. <laughs> boomers? Well, I, am I, 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 I'm a boomer. We might need you to be an expert for this show. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell does that mean? Uh, training training day. Day. Denzel Washington? Yep. You guys know about it? Denzel? Who's that? No, I know Denzel, but <laughs> I never heard of it. He's no. training oh, for the army or no? What? What? I don't know. You got to give us more. I, we have nothing. I, so the background of the movie is this. So pretty much it's like a whole ride along thing where there's this one cop, uh, oh. Denzel, and then he's training like a mentee and he's taking this cop and he's going to recruit him to the it's a narcotics division. It, it can't be like this. It is this way, man. I'm sorry I exposed you to it, but it is. It's ugly. But it's necessary. I became a cop to put away drug dealers, the poisoners, the criminals, not to be one. And it's set in Los Angeles. And Los Angeles has a whole, like, uh, surrounding context around it with, like, a lot of the, well, like, the myths of, like, Latino gangs and whatnot. And so it's, it's set in that context. And it kind of takes you to the streets of L.A. And it's a fascinating movie because, first of all, even from a cinematography point of view, it was just really cool the way they did it with... Uh, the the way they shot the film itself, and then more so than that, I think it really gives you a perspective into the fact that there's nuances to a lot of situations, and so I think it's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, I highly recommend it. Well, I love I I, I love everything Denzel does. Exactly, but I have to say I have not seen that film. I'm not a so fan. So the law can what? <laughs> <laughs> this is bla- well, I can't say blasphemy. This is. This is the the, the law connection is that he becomes a cop. Well, the law connection is a nexus between like uh. Well, you have elements of the drug war. You have oh, street man. gangs. And Are there any courtroom scenes in the movie? No, but there's talk. There's like there's one he time. He must have a lawyer. He must have lawyers that he knows. Denzel you know what's a good movie? What's oh, a good movie? Actually, I, no, I found a law movie, a law law movie. Okay, Denzel okay. again. Uh, <laughs> oh, Esquire. Jesus. Due to a legion of forces beyond his control, he uh, joined a gang for acceptance, family, protection. He has one uh, prior minor offense. Each one of us is greater than the worst thing we've ever done. Deep bows. Please, talk to your client. My conviction rate's 100%. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Denzel oh, guy. I would have liked that if, if Denzel wasn't in it. <laughs> <laughs> what is this animosity towards <laughs> Denzel, man? I've never heard. I've never heard. <laughs> Pulling your leg. Denzel, if you have a problem with it, come on the show. We'll, we'll have a discussion about come it. Come clear it up. Word is he wanted to go to law school. <laughs> So, well, Kim Kardashian's in there right now, so I mean. Okay, well, that's enough about those <laughs> movies. Which, uh, uh, yeah. He did pretty well. Who did? Fantastic Him? movie. Yeah. Oh. He, he answers the question. Well, and he also, he, he named two that neither you or I have seen. Heard of, which is pretty good. Yeah, usually we're. It was just the Denzel factor. Fantastic films. Fantastic. Yes. Oh, fine. If you I'm, got this I'm, anti-Denzel phenomenon, no, I'm, I'm getting I'm, a number out here. Yeah, no, you're not. No. What's well, uh, Lincoln Lawyer? Side. Lincoln yeah. Lawyer. Well, That's another good one. Lincoln, Are you going to hate on Matthew McConaughey too? No, no, no. I would never. Come on. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so Sim, <laughs> back to what we normally have to talk about in this podcast, which is with life law in school. law school and, and life. Uh, so, yeah, what's your, let's just start with some very broad questions here in year two. How's, uh, how's it? How is it compared to year one? Because I only kind of oh, yeah. knew you really in year one as a student. Um, it's it's different in a few ways and it's similar in a few ways. It's different in the sense that you get to choose courses you want to take, which I think is a great thing because then um, you can also broaden your uh, interests. You get to know what you're interested in. I think that's a good thing. Um, in terms of, I think one thing that I didn't find, at least for myself, maybe this is just me, but I really didn't find a decrease in workload out here. So I, I, <laughs> I find that like I'm still str- like finals are coming next next week and I'm like, oh, damn. Yep. So 
I think uh, what about, you what thought about you thought two L would be a lot less work. No, this is, this is a common myth that uh, like, I think that's right. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, what it's just as much work. Do you, are your strategies better though? Like, do you know what you need to do more? Because I feel like that is the struggle of first year. Is you you have just as much work, but you're lost. You don't know what you're supposed to. I was just talking to someone else going into because exam periods coming up around the time we're recording this, and and the one else are just. They don't have any clue. They have midterms. They're like trying to decipher them. Like it's what do they? <laughs> and what like, do I study? It's true. Yeah, uh, Egyptian hieroglyphs. <laughs> they're like to try to read the handwriting on their feedback. They're like, I don't know what I'm. What what they want from me? Like, so do you feel 100%. more comfortable with what you like when you go into a class? Here's an example. When you sat in a class for the first couple of weeks, do you feel like you got a vibe of the professor and how you were going to approach that class, or did it take you all year to figure it out? Well, the problem was one of never sat in the class for a few weeks. So, so I think that was an issue that we we could probably correct, right? So this year has been different on that front. But um, I have to interject, uh, listeners, <laughs> listeners, the the guests and Adam on this show who never go to class, never do their readings, are really a small, tiny, tiny minority of students in Osgood. As if I the worst of the worst. Yeah. We have a lot of time to hang out with the professor. That's why we're here. We should get They want to be on a podcast rather than going to class. No, you had a, you had, come on, let's be honest. You had a good reason for missing classes. No, know? I don't know. Honestly, I think, uh, oh. Oh. no, I say sometimes there's a good <laughs> reason for sure. soft <laughs> mob and you didn't yeah. take it. No, go to class. That's my advice. Oh. To one else, definitely yeah. go to class. And two, uh, okay. so there is something to your point though. The transition is different. So in two, uh, you are used to just analyzing case law. You're just used to, uh, being efficient. So how to generate summaries, how to actually collaborate with people and get summaries and work on those together. Um, so there are a lot of efficiencies that kind of start to uh, come up and you get used to the process a little bit. Um, so moving into 12, there is a little bit of light on the end of the horizon. Mm -hmm. So, um, that's why I think they actually give you more work in second year, but you're more efficient. True. So it ends up being, about they do the give you a lot more work in second year. Yeah. I felt. How about three? Uh, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Too early to tell. <laughs> yeah. so there's a guy here who doesn't know about two. There's a guy here who doesn't know about three. I know. I, I, terrible advice. I don't even know about professing. So we're all we're good. We're all in the same boat. Oh. And so, no, but it, 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 so in our first year, we had Professor Priel, who is a torch professor here, and he told us, you know, here's your readings. It's it's not very much. And then the class kind of didn't like the amount of readings. And he got a lot of feedback saying, why is there so much readings? And he's, he came into class, he said, what do you mean? He's like, this is, the amount I'm giving you is less than you'll have in any, any one class in second year. And then everyone, you see everyone just get like pale. <laughs> <laughs> the blood goes away from the like, There's no way. They're yeah. like, he's full of shit. This guy's yeah. lying. But it's true. You, you have a lot. I think you have, yep. what you're expected to do is a lot more. But I can guarantee you, that the number of people that fulfill the readings in second year, even to the standard of the first year readings, is far lower. Oh. Just because people realize what you can, you can and can't do. You can cut do. corners. You learn how yeah. to cut corners. But not like so cut summers. corners in a bad way, like cut corners no, no, in I, an yeah. efficiency way. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I think you're going to be expected to do that even in practice, right? Um, you're going to have way too much work, volume of work given to you. And I think a lot of this stuff, uh, even if we're talking to one else, a lot of this stuff, I was talking to uh, Doug Sorrow, who is one of my profs for business associations. And uh, he was a gold medalist here when he was studying at Osgood before he went to New York for a few years and then he came back. And now he's doing his PhD at U of T. He wants to be an academic. And badass. Yeah, he's definitely a badass. Shout out to uh, Doug. But uh, he, he was just. <laughs> he never cut corners. <laughs> he, he never no, listened to this podcast. He didn't have time for that. Yeah, yeah, he can't listen to it. <laughs> But you know what? It's pretty straightforward. Uh, 
uh, formula that he kind of gave. He's like, he would read the, the readings before class, review after class, and he would do that consistently throughout the semester. Um, he would go to every class, take notes. I think if you do that, your odds of success academically probably increase. Um, I'd be surprised. I talked to Professor Dufermont about this as well. She kind of said the same thing. Uh, she was gold medalist at uh, U of T when she was graduating. She kind of gave the same insight. I think for any student, if you can probably do that. So I'm, I'm pretty much telling everybody what I didn't do. So if you can do that. Right. But I if think you imagine if you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. So maybe if an alternative universe. No, they're just saying like structure, yeah. right? Yeah. They, it's very basic things, but they're just doing them consistently. consistently. Yeah. That's what they It's hard. It's not easy. That's no, with anything, right? No, it is hard. It is hard. So I'm going to ask both of you this because I've heard now enough. We talk the talk about readings, and you're right that first years often complain about the amount of readings. And I, one thing I've never really asked is, what didn't you have to read in undergrad? Like if if you did an English degree, you have to read a book a week. If you did, you know, criminology, you're probably reading a lot of scholarly stuff. But what what is it about? Is there something different about law, or is it just people make stuff up that they actually complain just for the sake of complaining or yeah. I don't know. Where, where. I, I have an opinion on this. I, I was the only person that I knew in my program that read all of the stuff in the whole program. I didn't find out till third year. Someone, I was <laughs> off campus. Said, oh, someone said, no, what, you're reading the stuff? I thought, I thought everyone <laughs> read all of the stuff. So I'm obviously oblivious. You're naive for three yeah, years. Exactly. Okay. But because I just, I enjoyed reading my materials and that's where I felt like I learned more than anything. Like I, I, I got pretty good grades in undergrad enough to get into this school. But I feel like I learned more than even what my grades reflect mm-hmm. because I spent the time did all the look, doing all the readings, yeah. like engaging with them. Like, right. you know, you know, I'd always be comfortable somewhere sitting, like reading, enjoying what I was learning. But I can't do that in law school. Oh. I can't sit there and read because the way that I need to read in law school is I need to at least be highlighting or and then going back and taking Close, notes on careful it. Reading. Or there's no <laughs> there's no point in me doing it. I can't just read all the cases. And then show up to the exam and expect to remember anything that I read because it's too dense. There's two is one little point in that whole case that's important, and then you also might need the analysis <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. for you know two hundred cases or something for each class. It's just it's just it's a different. It's not as narrative, and the the density is way higher. So I think that is the difference. Okay, there. that's yeah. a good theory. Mm-hmm. Do you have a what's your view? Well. Tim? So I guess I'll bring it back to when I was in my fourth year. Yeah, reading. What did you take before law school? Uh, academically, so in my yeah, undergrad, well, in my first year, I was a lot of drugs. drugs. <laughs> 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 no comment. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. so, vitamin D twice a day. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So <laughs> my first year, I had a little bit of an interesting story throughout university. First year, I was actually here at York. I studied biomedical sciences. And then uh, I okay. jumped to UTM the next two years studying uh, biology and psychology as a double major. And then my fourth year, I had an interest in immunology. So I went over to the St. George campus, which provided those courses. And I started delving into their program. And so... And here you are, sick in our podcast. Yeah, exactly. Sick. Exactly. <laughs> it didn't help me at all, <laughs> as is clearly evident. But then... Uh, okay, so you got a good vari- You got a decent variety and lots of sciences. Uh, yeah, different, different things. I mean, sure, if you want to characterize psychology as a science too, I guess. Yeah. So, but well, soft science. As a anyway, soft science, but, yeah. Yeah, so in fourth year, what, what were you were about to talk about? So, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, in terms of reading, yeah, the immunology program had a pretty, uh, honestly, sometimes heavier reading list than what I've seen in some of these courses. Um, now, I think personally speaking for myself, I had a real strong interest in immunology, right? Especially cancer immunology, that was kind of my thing. 
And I think that really propelled me to probably invest. Like I liked reading about it. Okay, be told. so you're both the same yeah. that way, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, so I guess in that <laughs> so regard, we just hate the law. Yeah, maybe we just <laughs> <laughs> we, we picked the wrong profession, I, I, man. <laughs> I was about to say the only commonality there is that you both don't. Yeah, you don't read law, but you used to read the stuff you were passionate about. Well, there, which is I, true though, right? <laughs> if you find something you like, even in law school, I, right? Well, you take courses why, you enjoy. So I became an academic. I liked reading law. So mm-hmm. maybe. But you you can I uh, I I'd love to bring you could bring a hundred practitioners onto this show, and I I bet that. They'd say, well, you don't, yeah, we don't read entire cases for sure. No. You read head notes, you, you summarize, you, you skim, you do, yeah. yeah, it's, it's a, yeah. but you're and right. I get, you have to, that's a big, big technique in I law. I get though. pulled into the narrative and I love like criminal law and I, I love that the stories are kind of in there and that's what keeps me interested that's is true. I fall into that same feeling yeah. I had in undergrad and that that's where what keeps me going when I, if I am doing the readings, mm-hmm. but it's, I'm always pulling myself back from that and then making sure that I'm documenting and make almost like investing in my future ability to know this as opposed to in, indulging in like this, the narrative that's unfolding as I'm reading it. Right. Yeah. 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 I think that, that... And you're being efficient. Yeah. yeah it's, it's definitely efficient because yeah. you can leave it you could read all, all of that and it's just, it's not going to help you in the end. Unfortunately, it's too, you're not going to remember, which well, is weird. Is that just, is that a, just a memory thing or like, why is it such a different level of memory that I can't just recall it? Like I could in undergrad when I read Criminology readings. Well, I, mean, I could just do all the criminology readings and I mean, then memory, I have, have notes. Research shows memory definitely is impacted by how much emotional engagement you have with it. So if you sure. love the stuff, you will remember it better. And you're right. It's so it's hard when you're reading common law case law. I mean, some cases are really fascinating, and you mm-hmm. probably do stay interested. Yeah, people love Denning's openings, for instance. Yeah, 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 they'll yeah. remember those for the rest of their life. Yeah, but what but was what, the rule yeah, in the what, case? What, what yeah. did Denning actually decide? Because when he gets to the law stuff, he's all over the map. Yeah, he's turgid. He's good point. Anyway, Tangents. but um, a lot of levels. So, uh, but it is interesting to me that so you only find. I love the fact that you only found out in third year undergrad that no other people, other other people were not reading <laughs> it was and, shocking and, and, but hey maybe that's why you did he, so well and he brought that yeah. into law school clearly though now <laughs> yeah. exactly. nah, i will not be tricked again <laughs> <laughs> but i, I think first year students they do they really struggle about that reading and maybe yeah. so they do think they need to read uh, you know i just wonder whether in their own undergrad then maybe they've they've learned to be efficient and in fact they're not read everything but then they Anyway, I, it's, it's I see. a tough question. I feel like you're in a better shape coming in being the avid reader and then learning to cut it back than going the other way, yes. saying, oh, I'm not an avid reader. Yes. Now I'm going to default to well, non-avid reading. Yeah. Exa- I cannot imagine going into law if you didn't like reading. It, it that's just, true. It would so be a problem. Because, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. Because the only yeah. thing keeping me going is me pulling myself back from enjoying <laughs> yeah. what I'm doing. Right. Yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, again, I wonder, because sometimes I get students will say, oh, well, Professor, hey, I, you know, I took a X degree. I don't want to mention the degrees. <laughs> oh, I did engineering where I didn't have to do much reading and this. Yeah. And I think, well, you, you got to go in with your eyes wide open. Law school is all about reading and practice of law is all about words. And so you need to, I, th- I think if people just read anything in a way, it might help their ability to for write. Sure. Right? For sure, read for sure. fiction, read whatever. True. Because it, it, you have to be able to communicate and you see how well, others communicate when you read stuff. I think that goes even beyond just reading. Like you should be listening to people talk and thinking about if you're going to be an advocate, you should probably, and especially if you're going to be on your feet advocating, like you should be listening to people talking and thinking about what is persuasive to you. Right. And what both like lectures, why did I like one lecture and not another? Like these are questions that you should be thinking. Cause even if you're in a 
even if you're in a field of law where you're not going to be an advocate in court, you might be in a mediation. You might be uh, giving advice to a client and try and get them to like understand what yeah, you're, you're saying. You're an advocate for your client, whether it be in court or in the boardroom table or what mm-hmm. have you, you. You're right. That's, that's those are good. Good skills. I wonder because you got a job. Now there's I'm a wondering writing, if uh, I'm not very good because I students ask me the question. I think, what? Come on, I just said that. Today. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was a good communicator. I got told today that Professor Egg, you know, your style is to teach the Sparks notes of the stuff. Someone told I, you this, and I someone to, told you what your style was. Yes, I love oh, that. Nice. Okay, and then I thought. I never thought that that was my style, but now that's. that's I guess that's what it is. Now take it. You'll take. Jerry's spoken. No, you did say in our class. You said I took a film studies class, and in the film studies class, they would show us a clip of the movies. They wouldn't show us the whole movies, but they show us the the highlights. And you said that was what you were trying to do in your class. That's same. That same idea. Except Sparks notes a little more thorough. <laughs> oh, than a film clip. Than the film clip, because film clip you miss some of the context. Sparks notes they'll tell you. There's like here's all the basics you know to pretend right. you you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> not that that's your goal in your class. I, uh, <laughs> fake it till you it make it. It is not. Yeah, it is not fake it till you make it. That is not my goal. But I and I so again I always thought that what I did is I teach. I do try to give the basics. So I do the Sparks notes. But then I love to toss out questions that kind of make people who are go want to go beyond the sparks notes to at least trigger something in their brain. I may not give answers, mm-hmm. but I think just giving questions. You're right. I, I, I want to put a question to you. Amy. So think about this when you're in class and this is based on what you're saying uh, about asking those questions. When you're in class, do you get upset about cases? Like do you get emotional or like disagree and agree in your head throughout class? Or are you just there like taking it in? Like, Oh, I'm definitely, I remember the whole, like for all the tours, I just kept, kept asking the same question who the who's this reasonable person who's who's this reasonable person you were gonna swear <laughs> I was gonna, but then i'm like okay beep, 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 beep. so um <laughs> no 100 i like it's, well, it depends on which uh like uh class we're talking about especially in the crim law you're gonna have more of an emotional reaction to a lot of things um but in, do you mean in the sense that you get angry with either yeah. the decision or the because that's what i've been trying to think okay. i think and this is something i've been telling one else and I'm, I'm pretty sure it's good advice, but I say it's really, I pretend like it's really good advice. Of course you do. <laughs> um, is, you know, when you're in class, like, don't just listen, like, passively to right. what the professor thinks or, like, what anyone thinks. Like, disagree, and, rem- and that's what's going to make you remember the case. Yeah, true, that's true. a good And also, when advantage. you get to the final exam and they ask you that policy question, you're not going to be starched every time. Because yep. I think that's why people get starched on those policy questions. Right. Because you get a question, oh, what do you think about this? When I get those questions, I'm like, oh, I've just been waiting for you to ask. Because <laughs> I've been thinking, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm back yeah. in September about yeah. this case. It's like refreshing <laughs> the policy question for advice. me. Whereas, yeah. and I don't necessarily do better than anyone else on it. It's just, I'm not, it's not a worry for me yeah. because right. all year I've been already kind of reflecting just through come, that. It'll come to you quickly. And you but I think there's a fear that. that you don't, that people are scared to do that exact thing in class because they're, they don't believe that their opinion matters, really. Mm-hmm. They don't have the ability. Yeah, to- but that's why it's good to reflect with questions on, on these right. things. But I think, you, you know, you've captured it. This is a good little piece of advice for, for three of us to take credit for giving advice to incoming You're students. welcome. Yeah, you're I welcome. take all credit for this. <laughs> call, call into the, the voicemail, let us know Sim how much we I was always in my office saying, what the fuck is going on in that talk? Yeah. I swore. I can't believe it. I think that's the first time. Congratulations. Um, so, but I, it was in context because I was quoting you, actually. It wasn't me swearing. It was quoting you. Uh, <laughs> Deferred liability. But I, that's a, it's a, such a great point. I, a lot of law cases should make you angry or upset or concerned that the world is unjust. You know, you really should have a reaction to most cases. Even mm-hmm. my boring True. public law cases, 
there's often something that just should irk you. Yeah. And I think you're right. That you got to go with that. You have to embrace go it. With that. Yeah. Yes. I agree. That's true. Um, but accept that it was a decision made yeah. by a court. Don't get too crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and it's the Supreme Court of Canada in my case. So, the, you know, what yeah. they say is the truth. But that doesn't mean you can't get, yeah, mm-hmm. agitated, angry, whatever. Some yeah. kind of emotional reaction. And you're and almost right, like and justifying really the, the cognitive dissonance between your opinion and why it's the Supreme Court opinion might help you understand the reasoning right. even better because you're like, this is what I, I think, know. but I recognize. And that's how you would sound like someone who's nuanced if you talked about it later right. on. Right. You know, and I'm, now, I'm just now going to realize. So I often give the, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to change my teaching. Or <laughs> Perfect. Easy. Thanks. I'll thank you too. <laughs> but I often just say to students, you know, just read the dissents because you get all that. But maybe it's not that reading the dissents because they read it in the same way. But what they should see is, the dissent is actually angry. That's yeah. what it is. It's the dissent is telling you why the majority is is wrong, mm-hmm. and you should like that anyway. Which is important. Well, it becomes know. really important when you think about the fact that the people here are going to be shaping the future trajectory of the law as well, either as advocates in the courts or as policymakers. Um, so then it becomes really important to have an opinion. To your point, Adam, right? You really do need to have. And I think there's this one thing that I don't like. It's a disconnect between um, reason and passion. And people assume that uh, reason has to be devoid of passion. I don't think so. Um, I think passion can, infi- uh, can be an input into your advocacy and to your reasoning. Um, so I think it's important. Don't let go of that fire. Whatever it is uh, that you want to change in society is very, very, uh, that's, what, that's the whole point of this. The, the whole that point why of people law. come here? Yeah, isn't yeah. that the whole point? I think we forget. We become institutionalized. Should, I should always tell students, read your personal statement back to your Exactly, school. yes. Yeah. Three months into law school. Mine was why? terrible. Oh, really? Well, there so was many it? spelling mistakes. Oh. I literally oh. had to. <laughs> I thought he meant like. <laughs> it, was, it was really oh, bad. I thought you meant it was just a terribly. I want to make a lot of money. <laughs> I want to pay a lot of money. You know, if somebody wrote that, I think the admissions people should let them in because that yeah. is so out there. Yeah. You got to give them credit. It's transparency. Because credit. how many personal statements must say, you know, I've really, like, I've always wanted to yeah. save the world ever since I was two years old yeah. i really saw injustices around me and that mm-hmm. you, you must yeah. get tired of that on the emissions yeah. True. climate change i think not that's <laughs> the opening <laughs> but i a piece of advice it's it, it obviously doesn't need to apply to you anymore but get it getting the, your spelling right and your grammar oh, 100 it, it helps a lot 100 percent. i'd say i had good reasons for i had to write those in uh, haste but 100 yeah, yeah. i would nice. go hey, you, you're here you're here you're sitting next One to us you have the biggest honor your, your screw these gold medals you're on the what's law got to do with it podcast um which is coming to a, a close now oh is that fast yeah it goes oh, quite really? oh really yeah, okay, you're wow. gonna have to come back because Sim is full of stories. I mean, we, yeah, yeah, we just great. scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah. Wait till we talk about OCIs. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, we got some stories. <laughs> we got some stories. Devastating. All right, All right. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Thank appreciate you guys. It. Thank, thank you. Appreciate so it. I hope you get better. Thank uh, you. Yeah, yeah, ditto. And me too. Once I get sick. It's, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In advance. Thank you guys. <laughs> appreciate it. Bye. Bye.